Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. I have uh, three special guests on the line today with me, all from Ubiquity, U-B-I-T-Q-U-I-T-Y.io, Ubiquity. Uh, we have Adriana, uh, Marina Resnick, and Nathan Wasnack. How are you guys doing? Awesome. I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. you mind if we just give like a you know, 30-second sketch into uh, each of your positions and backgrounds so we know who's on the line? Absolutely. I'm ready. Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, absolutely. No problem. I, by my day job, I'm a realtor. Been doing this for 10 years now, and I, um, I'm the real estate expert on the team. So uh, I, I've been uh, in the, well, I've owned Bitcoin since 2014, <laughs> and really got into the the space when uh, Nathan approached me to join Ubiquity as the real estate expert and uh, dig into the non-financial use of blockchain technology, and well. The rest is history. Excellent. And what's your position at Ubiquity right now? Uh, just a key strategic partner. I shouldn't say just. <laughs> partner is the title. The the strategic partner. <laughs> One Excellent. of. Okay. And either Nathan or Maria next. Or you mean Adriana? Um, Adriana, do you want to go ahead and? Sure. Please sure. first. Um, so, so currently I'm the VP of marketing with Ubiquity. I'm also the newest member of Ubiquity. I joined uh, in late August. And um, I've been a Bitcoin enthusiast and evangelist for the last two years. I was fortunate enough to be brought into the space by a coworker um, where I was previously working. I've been in business development most of my life. Um, came into the space because of a friend and just kind of went in like a rabbit hole, as as Bitcoin usually happens that way. Um, kind of just fell in and became really excited started gobbling up as much knowledge as I could and became fascinated with it, um, not just because of the, the code and the tech behind it, but because of the humanitarian efforts. I decided to kind of dedicate my life to the marketing of it and making sure that um, people had the correct facts and were educated correctly and um, became aware of Nathan's, Nathan's enrollment with uh, Equibit and started following uh, Ubiquity closely because of it. And um, earlier this year, Nathan and I started um, working together on other projects, and I became a member. And the rest is history. <laughs> Excellent. All right, and Nathan, go ahead. You know, what's your position, and uh, you know, what's your background, yeah. and tell me about Ubiquity. What's the mission? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I've been in, an entrepreneur for over 15 years. 
um, you know, futurist, um, you know, a pioneer with the cryptocurrencies. I, I started with Bitcoin and really in the beginning, November of 2009. Uh, my background was in telecommunications. Uh, I ran a voice over IP provider and we were one of the first or one of the first registered companies to take Bitcoin way back in 2009, 2010 for uh web hosting services and, and telephone services and things like that. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm as uh, as Adriana mentioned, uh, I'm a co-founder of Equibit, uh, Equibit Group. Um, I'm a Futurist Advisory Board member, um, also part of Crypto, Crypto Trust, uh, North American Advisory Board. And I've been, you know, I've, I've been sort of dabbling along with uh, with all of this. I started Ubiquity as, uh, as a project called iNation. Back in 2015, um, it was basically just a bunch of projects to do, you know, non-financial applications on the blockchain um, pertaining to, you know, real estate, things like um, ID, um, passport backup services, and, and things like that. And so I started Ubiquity in, in 2015 with uh, with some colleagues because we just we decided that <laughs> with some great advice from some of our team that we just needed to narrow down our focus, um, you know, specifically on on something, and so we chose obviously chose property registration. It was it was one of the hardest things to actually choose. I, I've been told by Marina and other people in the real estate industry that um, attacking the real estate market with new technology is is pretty difficult. People are pretty pragmatic in this industry and slow moving. Um, so uh, you know, Ubiquity. Just going to give you a rundown. Ubiquity is uh, is a uh, real estate platform uh, for record keeping. So it basically offers a simple user experiencing uh, for recording, storing, and tracking property records um, on a parallel platform called Ubiquity. Um, so right now we're working with academia, um, some municipalities in Brazil, um, some stealth ones in the U.S., and some title companies. Um, and we actually launched our private alpha version 1.2 uh, about a month ago. But what's in the presentation? Ubiquity in, in, in regards to real estate, what specifically are you guys hoping to make change in real estate or accomplish. Marina, do you want to give it one shot since you're the realtor? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, we, we've developed the first working platform uh, for blockchain secured real estate record keeping. And basically more, um, more for the title end of it, recording titles and any kind of record keeping in the real estate space. Uh, that's, you know, securing ownership, creating basically a digital, um, a digital asset uh, a record of ownership, like a like a digital health record that is secured right. using the blockchain. Is this going to be for the uh, United States or other countries? Because I know in the U.S. we don't have too many problems with property rights, but I'm sure in many other countries, you know, the government can come in and say, "Sorry, that's not your land anymore; it's mine." You know, which country focus is your project in? Well. I'll correct you and say it seems like we don't have too many problems, but we do. It's just that we have systems for correcting them, but those systems are still, you know, fairly antiquated. Obviously, we're ahead of the rest of the world, <laughs> so that's saying a lot, but it's also, hmm. trust me, being in the day-to-day -day in the trenches of it, 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 it still has a lot, leaves a lot to be desired. It creates a lot of delays. Um, it's it's very record and and paper intensive and 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 still kind of um, in the process mm -hmm. of modernizing. So it's right. we're focusing on both. We're really focusing on the North American market, but real estate's very fragmented with probably close to 3,500 independent municipalities in the U.S. alone. 
Um, but we're also working with the developing world and other countries. We have a pilot we're formulating with, with a municipality in Brazil. Really, anyone who approaches us that sees that we can create solutions to currently existing problems, we're not just trying to prevent government corruption. We're simply trying to clean things up. And um, I, I sometimes say trying to inject some penicillin into a sick system and it's either sick because of you know either government corruption or a non-existing system which needs to be created um, or just kind of backwards old school ways of doing things um, just depends on the municipality in the country well as an example um, you know I bought a house before sold a house and you know when I bought a house I had to pay for a title insurance policy and it was like I don't know, 1200 bucks and the title company had to you know, use what I guess what's called a title plant, and they had to look up and see who owned the house previously and what liens were on it and that kind of thing. And, you know, I had to buy an insurance policy that they didn't miss anything. So I guess if you think if blockchain can <laughs> get rid of all that or at least make it available within seconds instead of three days, that would be a huge improvement and reduce the errors that are out there, you know, against any given property, title defects. Yeah. Yeah, we're, I mean, I don't, we don't see title insurance disappearing because title insurance is not just for anything that might have been uh, missed. It's also for correcting things, going to court if necessary, and it covers all of that. But we do see reducing title expense, title insurance costs because of having things eventually be cleaner and more efficient and faster. And yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, if there are any problems that need to be cleaned up, it could take days, weeks, or who knows. Uh, hmm. Hopefully in the future, those things will be much faster. So um, not necessarily preventing errors, but being able to correct them faster. Because in the end, you're yeah. delaying closing. You're delaying people moving. There's families involved. Kids have to start school. You know, you're dealing with actual people that you're affecting. So we're just trying to streamline and make things more cost-effective. So where do you think the biggest benefits are going to come? You know, maybe... Give me an example of what uh, buying or selling a house looks like now, and then what will it look like under the, uh, a blockchain-based system? Or if there's another use case that uh, you guys think is like going to be super helpful to the industry, what is it? It's not going to look that different for the consumer. Uh, you know, this is just the beginning, and what we're seeing is eventually the benefits will accrue. It'll be almost like a snowball effect. So over time putting those records, you know, uh, having blockchain in in the mix, so to speak, uh, doing everything the way that the law prescribes now, but recording all the records and keeping all the records, um, adding them to the blockchain and basically creating that record will right. simply make things more efficient in the future and reduce title insurance costs because in the future we will have had those records in a much more orderly and efficient way, um, so there'll be less risk. So insurance. It'll also help with future title search time as well um, in terms of search. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean it'll just make things faster. Um, uh, searching, you know, verify verification processes. Um, I think Marina is even talking about how you know. Things are going to go faster when you're talking about a system that's so transparent. Um, suddenly, you're you're looking at you know maybe less fees for the consumer. Um, you know maybe not right away, but in the future, once 
once the technology really takes hold, you're talking about lower fees, um, getting the transactions done sooner, because at the end of the day, um, we're providing a platform for people to exchange value for value and um, all of the, I guess, things that have to take place to verify that will suddenly be moving at a faster speed and, and it'll go from, you know, taking months and months to buy a house to shorter and shorter wait times in the future. And then other countries simply have, you know, uh, very... Having a system. Well, <laughs> having a system, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, what, that's okay. actually a good point uh, you brought up. I, I should probably maybe get a bit into um, the deal with Brazil. You know, back in April, we were contacted by a representative of one of the real estate registry offices, um, a gentleman named Raphael. And this has been covered by, you know, some of the news uh, sites out there, as well as the news sites in Brazil. Um, and really, they were looking for a, a, a way to replace their current vendor, um, because I guess they were having some issues, you know, with their current vendor returning incorrect information as to who owns what piece of our real estate and property. And so, you know, we were tasked with running a pilot to really help bridge the land records and help it evolve in the future um, with, with, a, with a parallel storage system that would kind of help things, make things a bit more transparent um, and help them probably find where those choke points are, where the information is getting kind of changed or, or falsified or whatever it is that is happening. We don't know what that is. Or we're not going to make any claims as to what might be happening, but um, it's been a successful pilot so far and we're, we're getting to a post-pilot stage now. Okay, very good. Um, what other facets of the industry you think it'll affect? You know, what about MLS? You know, the multiple listing service. It's um, it's very fragmented. You know, if I'm a realtor in Atlanta, Georgia, I may have access to MLS there. What about in the whole country? Um, is this going to tie together that fragmented system, or is it really not going to affect that area of the business? That's not our focus. Um, real estate is local. We're not trying to create a global MLS. Uh, I think that there's a lot of nuances that really there is a reason for the fragmented system. There are issues in one area of the country, mineral rights, where, for example, you know, where um, or riparian rights or other things that are not, they don't exist in other areas of the country and laws are different in each state and each county. So we're not really trying to address that area. We're trying to address the more important area of clear ownership making sure the records of asset transfer are, you know, systematic, clear, nothing's lost, nothing is um, misfiled, misindexed, you know, all those things on the back end. All right. So where are you at right now with your rollout? You know, what's it look like in the next six months or a year? Uh, great question. So, um, you know, we've, you know, Adriana mentioned uh, that she's one of the newer people in the team. Uh, we, we did um, also just hire um, a person named Anastasia Mislova, who's our account, uh, client account manager. She actually has a background in MLSs as well. Um, so she joined the team and a gentleman named, and we've actually never announced this yet. We're going to be putting out a press release here in the next couple of days. Uh, a gentleman named uh, John Dean Marcunis. Um, he's actually a principal consultant uh, of a company called power of chain consultancy and uh, he's joined our team as an advisor um, and the title we're giving him is international business development advisor and he's going to help us expand into the brazilian markets into uh, south america um, because as you know as we're getting into the post pilot stage with our current deal in brazil um, we're going to be able to scale this platform out and probably just hit you know hit the ground running with it 
Um, we've uh, we've been working on some you know stealth deals in the U.S. Uh, we'll have some announcements we hope um, fairly soon. Uh, you know, I can't make any guarantees as to what announcements we'll be able to make because so many of these are are kind of in stealth mode. Um, but we'll have a lot to say at the uh, National Association of Realtors event that we're going to be on a panel for for blockchain and real estate on uh, November third. So. Okay, very good. Um, Consumer-facing, do you think there's going to be any change that uh, people will experience in the next few years, or is it really just going to be on the uh, provider side? I think the consumer will benefit from the efficiencies in the back end, but I don't think that the consumer is going to somehow uh, be a huge difference except for you know, benefiting from the efficiencies and, and possible cost savings. Which is good because right, we so don't, you know, things. sometimes, yeah, I mean, sometimes the consumer is a little bit uh, scared of, you know, new technology or maybe uh, we, we don't mm-hmm. want it to seem like it's some kind of, you know, oh, the latest fad, we're adopting the latest fad or anything like that. Right. Really, we want we want this to be the, the people in the back end in the actual conveyance in, you know, the, the back end of the transaction that helped the conveyance aspect really uh, see the benefits that more efficient, cleaned up record keeping <laughs> will, uh, the benefits that that'll provide. So, so basically the consumer will simply benefit by having a more efficient transaction and a faster, smoother experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and who would be uh, ideal customers for, for Ubiquity? What kind of, uh, what kind of companies? No, no, I, I was going to say anybody really looking to transact value for value that involves the sharing of titles, the, you know, the paperwork, the official paperwork that would need to go on the blockchain for security. Um, I think that Ubiquity is in a really unique position because it does have the ability to, to perhaps breach the real estate walls in the future and, um, and, and just look at value for value as a, as a possibility. Um, because you know blockchain is so new and and the technology is so new and everything's still coming about, um, we're we're in that unique position to offer multiple solutions for multiple problems when it comes to exchanging value. So uh, it's exciting to see the the industry growing. As the industry growing uh, grows, it's going to bring in you know different kinds of customers and companies that are looking to apply our solutions to their problems much to add to that because she's the real estate expert and, and knows more about this whereas I'm you know come from more of a marketing background and, and um, you know I'm thinking about the consumer and the outward facing uh, standing of ubiquity yeah I mean municipal we're really focusing right now on municipalities and uh, title insurance companies e-recording companies those again those players that are on the on the conveyance end and ensuring the conveyance. So again, not so much the consumer at the moment. We're looking to deal with the actual where you record your record of ownership. <laughs> who holds those pa- that paperwork? Who ensures that paperwork and that that conveyance happened legally, properly, all that stuff, which benefits the consumer but is not necessarily direct consumer to consumer. It's our customers at this point are municipalities and and title insurance companies for the most part. Okay, all right, very good. And what's the best way to get in touch with uh, with you guys at Ubiquity? Oh, at ubiquity.io, or you can leave us a voicemail. It's called three three one Bitcoin, but it's Bitcoin with a zero. <laughs> we uh, spent a lot of time on Google. Hmm. Um, Any last words on uh, where you see the real estate <laughs> industry going and how it's interfacing with blockchain? I think we're headed. Towards much more transparent 
future uh, where you can rely on technology to get things done for you and tell you the truth versus um, having to double check everything. And as a company, I think we're really excited to uh, be going into the end of the year with a lot of projects, but um, and also going into the new year with a lot of announcements and, and hopefully more success. Um, additional layers of protection to uh, yeah. property owners because of the streamlining and all the efficiencies yeah. that we're going to help bring into the into the process. All municipalities right now are trying to modernize, go digital, and why not fold in and incorporate the newest, most uh, secure way of record keeping using the blockchain or blockchain technology, I should say, <laughs> since we're yeah. blockchain agnostic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, that's one question I, I forgot to ask you is what uh, what blockchain is going to be the first uh, to be used to anchor the data? Is it Bitcoin, Ethereum, which one, or is it a private one? We're so we're now you know as uh, as Rena mentioned, we are blockchain agnostic, um, but we are using we're using a technology called uh, Color Coins, um, the Kulu API at, at the moment, um, and with their system, with their uh, with their platform, they actually allow us to use Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, Hyperledger, and Multichain. Uh, but we're, you know, we, we always say we're blockchain agnostic, but by default, we're using the Bitcoin blockchain for registration. And there's already okay. been a registered, a property, multiple property records that we have mm -hmm. done using our platform and using the um, Bitcoin blockchain. Okay, so you just anchor when you need to uh, to record details about a property or a transaction onto the Bitcoin blockchain. Well, very good. Well, guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Um, you know, for listeners, it's Ubiquity. Dot io uh, or the other references they gave you and uh, you know i appreciate you guys being here yeah you're very welcome thank you for having us the bitcoin ethereum and blockchain super conference is coming to dallas texas february 16 17 and 18 in 2018 if you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto to hear directly from the top minds in this field to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.